0: To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast.
0: My name is Natasha Kasher.
1: And I'm Moshe Legero.
0: How are you, Natasha? I'm good. Tasha, I'll tell you, I've been having a difficult time lately. Why? Well, because I've been trying to get into manspreading recently, but in quarantine, it feels pointless. It's like you don't even notice because we're just, it's our whole house. So I'll sit on a, like I'll sit on the couch right now. I'm kind of spread and you're like so far away. It's like pointless.
1: Do you think you mansplain?
0: Um, I don't even think you actually understand what that phrase means.
1: I I think it means that anytime a guy tells you something that you didn't ask for the info.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Were you like trying to tee up a, a joke from my act? No. Because I have a mansplaining joke in my act.
1: No, I just think that, you know, you do like to offer advice.
0: Well, I just think that you need a lot of advice. <laughs> I only offer advice to those that is need it
1: mansplaining it. if it's your husband, I guess, is my question.
0: I think that mansplaining is legal. in a, in a It's a technically legal in a marriage. If you look at the fine print in our ketubah, the ketubah is the Jewish wedding contract. I actually had the rabbi add in an, an addendum that I could always um, give you advice unsolicited or, or solicited. And I have a bit of advice for you. Yeah. Um, you should stop trying to um, convince the dogs to come on the couch and eat because you think they make for good eye candy for the YouTube feed
1: okay well it brings me joy
0: i just don't i don't think it's worth it why i just don't think joy is a is an admirable quality to chase after
1: why do you care if i pet the dog
0: i don't i'm just kidding i don't care i was trying to make a joke and then it didn't go anywhere and hey there's our dog right now
1: that's not the one i want to pet
0: um well listen speaking of joy
1: Uh, Oh, I have a quick public service announcement. Oh,
0: I didn't know you were doing PSAs by (laughs) all means.
1: I just want to, I've been thinking about it a little bit and I just think if you're on the fence about having a kid, you should definitely do it. You should adopt a kid. You should have a kid. You should freeze your eggs. I think it's really good to have a new generation because I think a lot of people are scared right now. Like, oh, the world's so terrible. Why should I like plan for a future?
0: That's pretty parent normative of you.
1: I'm saying if you're on the fence.
0: No, I'm joking. Why do you, what made you think that?
1: I just think kids bring so much joy to your life. And I also think that we need like a new generation of kids to like help us in this world. I don't know. I saw some people tweeting about like not having kids in this, you know, now. because Oh,
0: because of the quarantine. Wait, how do you answer?
1: No, just because of the way the world is. But how
0: do you answer that? You'll get joy out of it. So don't worry that they're going (laughs) to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. I don't know. No, what is your thought on? I'm not. I'm, I'm making a joke, but I'm also serious.
1: Well, I just don't think we should let generations die out.
0: You don't think we should let humanity t- die out? I mean, right? I hear Especially
1: you, but, but. if you are like a conscious person and you want to raise like a you know like hi- a hyper aware conscious kid you know, to there, like help the next generation. There I was don't know.
0: there was some philosopher that I heard about. My brother was telling me about that. Basically, he like crunched the numbers that he made up, I guess. And he basically his his theory was that. Life is so painful that it's an unethical decision to bring children into the world. But that once you bring the child into the world, it would be unethical to um, kill them, I guess. <laughs> that once you're alive, basically, then the imperative is to stay alive. Mm-hmm. But that that the act of bringing a life into the world is unethical based on how much pain life will bring you. Hmm. Thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Life isn't just pain.
0: No. I mean, I don't I mean, experience life... Personally, I don't experience life as um, an abundance of pain and a dearth of happiness. I actually experience mostly... Pleasant, my life has been mostly pleasant mentally. Once I got out of rehab, <laughs> I've had a pretty good, happy life with some bouts of, uh, you know, anxiety and, uh, and and obviously everybody goes through hard times. I mean... I. I did, and death and things like that. But I'm pretty happy to be alive. I've never had a suicidal thought in my life. What about you? No. But for some people, life is very painful.
1: I'm. Sh- yeah, I know. Well, on that note.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, we did have Let's a. Let's fu-
1: call our guests. Wait,
0: hold on. Before we do that, we did have actually a, a moment of both. Uh, it was just before every week, just so you know, Natasha and I are like wondering what we're going to talk about right before we press record. And uh, tonight, right as we were putting our kid down, we had a, uh, a, ver- a moment that was both filled with joy and filled with, um, with depression.
1: That's true.
0: Our Natasha has this, n- what year? 40s?
1: No, I don't know. It's just like a like a nineteen sixties polka dot 60s. head mannequin.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a <laughs> it's wig, like a wig
1: hat, a, a, w- a, wig, a, w- a wig, a wig bust.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's something that you put your wig on in your like powder pink room while you're eating bonbons, getting ready for hubby to come home in the sixties, <laughs> right? From like look, working at Lockheed Martin or whatever. <laughs> He's taking his Chevy back,
1: and, and you it, put your hair on the thing. You
0: put your hair down, and then you put your real hair in curlers or something like that. So it's just like. And then she's got a tutu around its neck for some reason and our child, well, our child has taken a shine to this bust and she calls it, what does she call it?
1: Mr. Head.
0: Mr. Head. And, um, you know, it's like a toy that she plays with, Mr. Head. And tonight as we were putting her down, she grabbed Mr. Head, wrapped her arms around it and said, I love you, Mr. Head. And it was very cute. But then we were also like, damn. Damn. Her best friend in this pandemic is a 1960s wig bust.
1: Pretty sad. Right. So if you have a kid, they might have to go through that.
0: They might. Well, if you have a kid, bring him by the house. We'll introduce him to Mr. Head. <laughs> Mr. Head brings great joy to all the little girls and boys.
1: So do you think I'm wrong? Don't have a kid?
0: No, I don't think you're wrong. I think for me having the kid is one of the great is truly the great joy of my of my um it's a great joy of my early forties. It's definitely good. Great joy of my of my summer. <laughs> anyway, it's a great joy of I, I. I like it's been great great joy. No, I think it's what it's the most profoundly enjoyable and interesting thing uh, that one can do. And it, it's also I don't want to say selfish. That's the wrong word. But on a selfish note, it's like you've created a little font of non negativity when every external source is like negative, 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 negative. You know, like the news cycle, the TV, Twitter, social media is all this toxic waterfall of sewage. Then you just turn over and there's our little child hugging a wig bus saying, <laughs> I love you, Mr. Head. <laughs> so on a selfish note, it's like, hell yeah, do it. But that's selfish. Well, that's that part of it is selfish. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I don't think it's an unethical choice to bring children into the world. I don't know what, what's going to happen to the world. But at this point... I'm still alive and life is still good. So I think yee haw, get, get get to it.
1: So, Mo, should we call our guest?
0: I would love to call our guest. You may know her from her new Comedy Central special, Hot For My Name, or her television program,
1: Alone Together.
0: Alone Together. With
1: our friend Benji Aflalo.
0: Or you may just know her from being a very funny person and a lovely human being, a light among the nations. Lil, L-I-L, apostrophe, Esther Pavitsky.
1: Does Esther have face tattoos?
0: No, why? Oh, because of Lil? Yeah, you she's ask a Lil. Her. Let's find out.
1: I bet she has a neck one. <laughs> I bet she has a little something, like, I bet.
0: You think it's a law that if you're a Lil, you have to... <laughs> what about Lil Abner? What about the Lil Rascals?
1: That's a group of people. <laughs>
0: what about Lil Abner? You, you ignored...
1: I don't know that I know who that is.
0: He was a comic, There's Lil Abner, Lil Rascals, Lil Rel, and uh, Lil Half Dead, who's a gangster rapper from L.A. (laughs) in the 90s. Um, But that's not who we have on the show tonight. Tonight, we've got the one and only, the Lil, Esther Bavitsky.
2: Hello? Hi, is Esther home?
0: Hey, can I speak with Lil Esther, please?
2: (laughs) Oh, um... Well, this is actually her, you guys. Oh, my God. Crazy. Look. Wait. Yes. Hearing Natasha say is Esther home was maybe like some kind of weird twisted fantasy come true for me.
0: (laughs) Why? Can't
2: can't quite put my finger on it. Just (laughs) feeling like we're childhood friends. I I I was drawn back to
1: that. I was thinking like, you know. Uh, the olden days. Oh, is you that know? how you
0: used to say things in the, because oh, you would well, call the parents. No,
1: you were always calling your friends. Like we would have party line and then like you connect all your friends and you talk on the phone. You know, it's fun to call a home.
2: Yeah.
0: Esther, did you used to have four hour conversations on the, tel- on the landline with um, people you had a crush on?
2: I did. Yeah. You asked me that like you were like you had proof of something that I didn't
0: want you to talk about. No, I I guess I was wondering if you were you are you feel young. You are young. And I and I sort of picture that there's a cutoff age.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you have a cell phone in high school?
2: Not till my like senior year. Okay.
0: Don't you think that there's a cutoff age at a certain point? People don't know the experience of like lolling around with your crush, like talking for hours on the phone because they're just texting and DMing mm. pictures of their dicks and stuff like that now.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And you're reminding me how intimate that was when you're just like up in bed and the lights are off and you just can't stop talking and no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like
0: You, you know, <laughs> that is, you know it's, oh. it's funny. I've seen a lot of romantic comedies where they say you hang up, you hang up. But it always I always had people saying to me, you hang up like immediately when I called, I would say, hello, can I speak to can I speak to Esther, please? And then and then Esther would be like, it's me. You hang up. Don't call me anymore.
1: (laughs) Esther, did you ever think your mom was listening to you? Because I always my mom would sometimes listen to my conversations.
2: I was nervous about that. More so my older sister liked to make fun of me. I don't think my parents cared enough to listen. I mean, was your mom actually listening, do you think?
1: A few times, because I was always trying to like scheme how to get out of the house.
0: Anybody want to <laughs> ask me if my mom used to listen in on my phone calls? Oh. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, no, my mom couldn't listen in on the phone call. So check your privilege, both of you. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> Esther,
2: how's your pan?
0: Yeah. How's your pan?
2: <laughs> my bed pan is <laughs> great. I have to flip my this morning Dave came into my room and I was Flipping. He's like, what are you doing? It looked like I was tearing my couch up. I was flipping my couch cushions over, which I have to do, I'm not kidding, once a week because the, the place that I sit, I sit on my couch so much that it has to be like fluff. My bed, it, it, my couch gets like bed sores. <laughs> and what do so, you do on the couch? <laughs> oh, wait,
0: just for the listeners before we go there, uh, you said Dave, just um, asterisk with the very funny Dave Letterman. Uh, just sort of really <laughs> knows. I just want to contextualize. What's going on here? What was your question, Tosh?
1: Uh, what do you do on that, that couch? Is not
2: true. <laughs> um, I was going to say that's not true, but I do look like Dave Letterman right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I Okay, so I have tab what I call tablet time. Um, You're like a seventh grader. Where, exactly. <laughs> tablet time. Wait,
0: either a seventh grader or a seventh century BC, uh, depending on what kind of tablet we're talking about. Because Moses had tablet time too.
1: Okay, what do you do during tablet time and how long is it?
2: Tablet time is like whenever I can have it, I have it. And I'm so it's definitely, I have it every night after Dave and I do our walk. So I have it like, you know, around now in the late evening. And it's just you do what you surf the web. It's a little bit of pretend homework, fake productivity, um, and just fun. All around fun times. I watch a lot of YouTube. I gotta
0: I tell you, watch- Esther, it's pretty, it's pretty cool that you've branded into something that sounds adorable what we all know as internet addiction. <laughs> like the rest of us just talk about it like, yeah, dude, I can't fucking cannot log off. I, it's a fucking drug and a poison and I am dying. And you're like, I have tablet time. It's for me. It's healthy. It's medicine. <laughs>
1: I mean, I like the idea of it. I like the idea of separating. Well, so then, do you try to stay off the phone for other parts of the day? No, it's and, not and the phone,
0: honey. Well, the she's, computer. No, I no mean. she says that the rest of the day is tiny tablet time. That's when she's <laughs> on the phone.
2: <laughs> no, I I do carry my tablet from room to room, um, but you know, but I like to. Ha- I I definitely am always consuming some kind of content. Like I've always got a podcast on. Or a YouTube video on. I just need full time distraction from what's real in the in the world.
0: Let me ask you both.
2: That's so interesting. I, I'm not like that at all.
0: I, well, oh, you don't
2: really.
1: I just like start to feel overwhelmed, and then I just want to be alone with my thoughts and clean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what Natasha that will do? Is,
2: that is so impressive. What Natasha <laughs>
0: will um, get angry at the internet. And allow her phone to die as a way of getting away from it, so she'll just like let it dwindle and then die, and then not charge it for a couple of days. Just not so- a
1: couple of days, but <gasps> like I just like I just feel like I need my life to not be that. So was- you just
2: don't have phone addiction, like you can just totally let no, it go. No, I
1: do, but I also am very conscious of it because I have a two year old, and like I'm always staring at my phone, and I don't want her. I don't really want to model that because I'm spending so much time with her. So I'm, I don't know. I don't want to just by default always be looking at a device do you know
0: what our kid's name is by the way esther it's tablet it's tablet (laughs) and we also have tablet time we spend time (laughs) with a little tablet (laughs) it's really nice wait esther do you have any recent youtube discoveries uh and anything that is particularly taking your attention
2: i do i actually there's this youtuber her name is kelly stamps and she's just like a lifestyle YouTuber, but she's doing it in a very different way than everyone else. I really appreciate someone who goes on YouTube and just has no energy because I'm really exhausted by the like, hey, guys, I'm really excited to tell you. Like, I can't do that anymore. You know so what's a I, sad I like- thing,
0: Esther? I, the <laughs> saddest thing is, a, is like a uh, social media influencer who's just starting, but then also says, still says, hey, guys, because it's like, who are the guys? There are no guys here. <laughs> It's somebody with like three views. It's like, hey guys, you, what do you mean, guys? It's your parents and you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else on YouTube? I like to watch. Oh my god, I was watching a morning routine. I like to watch all these. Like, I'm I'm so nosy, which I know we all are, but. I I was watching a morning routine video and halfway through, I realized I was watching a little child get ready for school. She was like, <laughs> and then I see this and I'm like, oh my God, I am I need to stop. What did you it's think so it was? Bad. I just thought she was like in her 20s and like getting ready for the day of tablet time. <laughs> I don't know. But what
1: drew you to a video like that, Esther? What? I'm just curious. I
2: So I just really, I have this like, constant thought in my head of like, I'm doing it all wrong and I don't know how to do everything the way I'm supposed to. And that literally applies to everything. And so I want to watch, like how do other people get ready for the day or like get ready for bed because I feel like I'm missing out <laughs> on the right way to go about it. Wait, you, watch,
0: <laughs> you watch tutorial videos on how to go to bed.
2: <laughs> I feel Right now I'm really the fact that Natasha even had to ask me that is really giving me strong vibes that I bet she has such a strong morning and night routine that I could learn from and I'm I'm desperate now. I'll you tell you what her
0: nighttime <laughs> routine is right now. It's got a good old Dick a good little Dickin from old tablet over here from old 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 oh M- MK. God. Yeah.
1: Wait, Esther. What? What is your? You don't have an evening routine. Like, don't you? You have tablet time, then you brush your teeth, go to bed. Like, what? What kind of what? What is there? Wait,
0: you have tablet time, <laughs> then toilet time, <laughs> then towel time, right? <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: like, tooth you know, time. Some people will do like a cup of hot lavender tea <laughs> or like it's done this is real. This is real. Some people will oh they'll light a candle or they'll like put on an evening light. But like, they're there's all they're like recording
1: it. Like they're just doing that for the video. Like do you think they do that every night?
2: That's a that okay that's true. That's a good point. I hear you.
0: It's almost like a, Are you loud and
2: clear.
0: It's like a screenwriter's vision of what a bedtime ritual would be.'
3: But Esther's that is... like, why aren't I
1: crushing lavender for my tea at night, my nightly meditation ritual? It is
0: a funny thing that YouTube does to you and influencers in general is they make you go like even the most mundane things like go, going to bed, they make you feel like maybe I'm not doing this right. Like maybe there's a way to maximize like going like jumping in bed.
1: It's true. Wait, Esther. What, I mean, do you guys have... Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I guess I was wondering what's the best tip you've... Like, have Ooh. you seen anything that you've implemented into your life and it's been positive from learning oh, it on YouTube?
2: God, I, I, I really wish the answer wasn't no. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I have some. Yeah. What? I opened the banana from the other side now because I, I saw a YouTube video, a life hack video that said if you flip the banana upside down and you squeeze at both ends, like the top, you know, the little brown butthole of the banana, mm-hmm. right? Everybody everybody tends to, to break the neck of the banana and peel it down, Curious George style. Mm-hmm. But then what you do is you end up having to hold on to a smaller and smaller amount of the banana. But if you flip it, you hold on to the little neck and you squeeze the butthole on the top and on the sides and then you peel it down. It comes off in four perfect um, little little strings, and then you have a handle that you can toss into the garbage, and that's straight up from the internet.
4: That's
2: cool. Enough. Can I? I just that. The problem there is that that you're solving a problem that
0: didn't exist. <laughs>
4: right? Like,
2: the, the banana is, like, famous for being so easy to open and eat.
0: But you didn't know, Esther, it could be even easier to open and <laughs> well, easier to and eat. And also
1: it'd be oblong. Like, you'd kind of be like, it'd be like a little top-heavy.
0: Neither of you have tried this, and you're talking to me like, I don't know what I'm doing. Most Every- is
1: trying to banana-splain to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every night before I go to bed I crush lavender I make some lavender tea I flip a banana upside down I eat it the right way I'll, I'll tell you another thing I learned from the internet um how to how to uh open a can with a can opener from the side instead of the traditional way I don't do that much anymore but if you do it from the top then you can make a perfect little circle and you have to you don't have to push the uh the the sharp thing in to get it out That's cool I don't know.
1: I learned I learned how to cut my daughter's bangs from a YouTube tutorial.
0: I do so many tutorials so many I, we only, yeah. we work out on YouTube now. I've repaired my car on youtube i've done I've done a, a lot of different things
2: we we get you Esther
0: we get you
2: yes <laughs> yes, it is crazy you really can't learn anything on YouTube. It's like why do they have college still We don't need that now
0: <laughs> well there's there have been some issues with people learning things on YouTube, Esther. Really? I don't know if you heard about um, about uh, Q. Have you heard about Q?
2: <laughs> no.
0: Have you really not heard about Q? Wait.
2: Oh, is that the whole conspiracy stuff?
0: Yeah. I mean, basically, just like YouTube has become a double-edged sword, right? People have learned all this stuff. Uh, but so if someone
1: all- says Q, what does that mean to you, Moshe?
0: Well, if someone says Q to me, it is my Q to stop being friends with that person. Okay, that's <laughs> enough. It's, it, yeah, but essentially... Um, Esther, your special came out.
2: Yes, it did. Are you so excited?
0: Um, have you? Do you have ten thousand more fans? What's how exciting for you? <laughs> I wish
2: it, it's on Comedy Central, so I have a few less than that. Um, <laughs> no, have, I, you, I, it's
0: on Comedy Central, so you have a few less than when it came out. <laughs> so yeah. they, no, <laughs> but
1: they took away their paywall, so you can see that it now awesome. and
0: stream
2: it, and that's awesome. So go watch her special.
0: That is good. Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. It is now on their site for, with no login, which is very cool. I saw and some we shot clips. a lot of stuff
1: You're very, it's oh, very yeah, funny.
2: Saw, thank you. I was going to say we shot it, uh, a lot of it in Illinois, which Natasha, I was looking forward to talking to you tonight because I feel like. I'm noticing that most of my friends are from California and I find myself feeling just like Midwest trash, but then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Natasha <She's> from <laughs> Illinois too. She's Midwest Jeez. trash too. Exactly. But you have really overcome it much more than I have, but don't you like, don't you still feel very Illinois like, or not really? Is it all gone.
1: I don't know if I ever really felt very, I, I guess like, as soon as I got the idea that I could leave like at 12, I didn't really consider myself part of that community.
0: <laughs> the Illinois community?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, this is just this like place I got to brush off or I don't know. It just felt very, I don't know. You know, there was a tornado there today though. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. I think it's hard. I don't know. I mean, I just never wanted really to be in such a cold place.
0: You know, Esther right. Natasha does exude like this, like amazing amount of like class and like elegance and stuff. And you would just go like Are you from? Are you from Nantucket in 1940? Or but then I'll tell you when her Midwest uh, roots come out is when she tries to say the word. Well, can you say the word? Okay, let's see if it works for you because you're from uh-huh. Illinois too. What is a wax color? Uh, you know, like coloring <laughs> implement that children use. Crayola makes
2: crayons.
0: <laughs> oh my God, you do it. Oh my God, it's incredible. Crayons. What?
2: Tell
3: no, me.
0: crayons is what goes into ocean spray juices. Crayons. Crayons is what. Crayon. Is what- Crayon.
3: That's what I
1: told him. Cray- no. Crayons. Cray- what?
0: Crayon. No. Crayon.
2: Crayon. That, that sounds like like toxic. I don't know. It doesn't sound safe.
0: I mean, it sounds like the word. Okay. One. Are you ready for another one?
2: Okay. Let's do one more.
1: Yeah. There's
0: two more that I can think of right now. Um, on top of your house is the roof. Okay. You say that. You said that one correctly. That one. You were right about.
2: What does she say, Ruff?
0: Yeah. Rough, rough. Yeah, the rough. The rough. The rough. I was up on the rough. <laughs> okay, last one.
2: That is, that is not an Illinois thing. That oh, is that's just a Natasha thing. <laughs> that's downright disturbing. Uh,
0: okay, one more, one more, Esther, and then we'll take I a call. I don't say
1: rough. I say ru- roof.
0: Roof. That's right, roof.
2: Roof. Oh, rough. Oh, rough. Oh. What do you think? Yes. That is, that is
0: sounds like what my, my family would say. Roof. rough, Roof. Yep. I'm a roofer. Roofer. <laughs> yeah. Roof. I mean, there's two O's okay. in the word. It's clear. Roof. <laughs> do you say when, what's the drug that, that like Bill Cosby used? Ruffies? <laughs> no. Okay. That was, no. One more. One more, okay. Esther. Now we've gone through what's on top of your house. But on the side of your house, the place that you park your car at night is the,
2: the garage.
0: You said that correctly as well.
2: What do I say? Garage. What did say?
0: Garage. Like G G apostrophe R-A-J.
1: I like it. it kind of rhymes garage. with Taj.
0: Taj. <laughs> What's Taj?
1: Garage. I don't know. It just, you know, <laughs> sounds cool. <laughs>
0: I like that you can put a, a classy look. What do you to it. say?
1: Garage?
0: No, garage.
1: Garage. Yeah, garage. Garage. Garage,
0: garage is what you say. In, in in England. Gar- speed garage. <laughs>
1: Well, Esther, we on this podcast. I'm sure you're a huge fan, so you already know how it goes. But I am. We're gonna call someone, and they have they're waiting for us. So we should call them now. Um, we yep. are we are going to call them, and they're gonna ask us for advice. So okay. let's call Jasmine in San Luis Obispo.
0: Ooh, and you can advise them, Esther. You can be their influencer, or you can just make fun of them. The choices are endless. <laughs>
1: Hello. Hi, Jasmine.
0: Yes, this is me. Jasmine, I have a question for you, and it's very important. Yes, what are the
1: question?
0: Before you go to bed, do you make a cup of jasmine tea?
5: I don't.
0: It would be so economical for you to do so because you would just get some <laughs> boiled water and twirl your finger in it, and you would be good to go. <laughs>
1: That would be one it. Uh, Jasmine, we have uh, it's Natasha Legero, Moshe Kasher, and our friend Lil Esther Pavitsky. Hi, guys. Thank Hi. you for calling me tonight. Thank you. I'm so excited to
0: speak with you. Um, Jasmine, before we get into your issue, I want you to know that Esther has a new Comedy Central special called Hot for My Name, and it's, it's not behind a paywall right now. So when you get off the call here, you can just log in and watch it for free.
5: Okay, definitely
0: will. Great, and before we get in, one more question for you, Jasmine. What is a waxy toy that that kids draw with? It's made by Crayola. It's a Crayola pencil.
1: Crayola.
5: Okay,
0: that is the worst crayon. pronunciation. Crayon. Yes, that's correct. Yes, it's crayon. a
1: crayon. No way, crayon.
0: That's how you say it. Okay, Jasmine. Sorry.
1: Wait, where is she from? San, <laughs> San
0: Luis Obispo. Oh, okay. Up by the Madonna Inn. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: The world's weirdest yeah, have hotel. Have you guys been? Yeah. We t- Natasha and I, do you remember this, Natasha? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been, Esther?
2: I haven't, but I that seems like totally a sin that I haven't.
0: It's worth a stop. It's, a, it's quite a place. And Natasha and I were driving down one night in the middle of the night. I don't know why we were on the 101 and not the 5, but we were driving back to L.A. And we saw the Madonna Inn and we pulled over and we we had a dance. Do you remember that? We danced in the, um, didn't we? Yeah. Some kind of weird jazz thing was happening and we danced and then I, I urinated in the uh, bizarre urinal and then we took off and went home. That was fun. That was a sweet time. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. It's a really cool hotel.
0: Well, it thanks
5: is. for calling,
1: Jasmine. Thanks for calling and I think we helped you out.
0: Yeah, okay. Good night Then thank you, Jasmine. <laughs> yes. Enjoy your tea. <laughs>
1: Um, what's Thank going on? You. Tell us. Okay, so my
5: issue is a relationship issue of basically letting go of the past. Um, if I to start off by saying I was with my boyfriend for about two years, and at first it was like a little rocky. And um, I mean, at first, when we first got together, he actually had chlamydia, and I got it. And now that like, is okay, Rocky.
0: Gonna... That's a classic yeah. Rocky I like, Road.
5: <laughs> I had never really had an STI, so I was like, "Okay, it's fine." Like I understand, we both had our past before each other. Um, but I mean, the whole relationship was like really wishy-washy. And towards like the end of the year, I found out that he had given me chlamydia. Once again, Whoa. and this time it was because he had cheated on me, and I was like, I just I couldn't even believe it. I was just like, so you cheated on me, and he, I quote, said, "Relax, it was just oral sex."
1: And. I relax. Like, it I was just oral sex.
0: Now, wait a minute. I kind of hear where he's coming from here. But I'm, even no, starting I'm joking. It I'm with, joking. I'm no, joking. No, I know, I'm but joking. starting
1: it with relax. I mean, I, that's oh. like the red flag right there.
0: I mean, that's the end of the relationship. At the word relax, you're out the door. Yeah. And I mean, I thought
1: that I would want to be out the door, but
5: I just I wanted to work it out. And I, was just, I remember like thinking, like, I don't know if this is the worst problem that we'll ever go through. I can accept it and I just kept on with the relationship. Oh, I you, you that were that kinda
0: like, like you were kinda like this is the worst I could get. There's no way that I could get chlamydia from this guy again. That's not possible.
5: I guess. I was like, maybe this is like the worst. I've already gotten it once. I've already gotten it twice. So mean, I mean, what what are, are the odds?
0: What, what are the odds that he'll I mean, give it to me a third time?
1: I mean third time I'll be the strike, right? So are you dating him now?
5: Yes, we are still together. And it's just been, it's really been rocky. I, like, we've had multiple, like, arguments about it. Like, I still bring it up. and
0: You still bring up his cheating, is what you're saying?
5: Yes, I still bring it up. And even so, like, it's just, it's been hard. But, I mean, our relationship is... Good besides that one incident. Just the fact that I can't get over it is the worst thing that is... Wait a minute. Wait, hold
1: on. Why do you bring it up then?
5: Well, one of the main reasons why I still bring it up is, which is like one of the biggest issues in a relationship, is that like every time we have sex, all I can do is picture him cheating on me. And it's weird because that's the only way I can like actually climax, if
0: you will. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, he's probably thinking about it, too. <laughs> oh,
5: I
1: never that,
5: too, but I, I don't know. You so can only come like,
1: if you think about him cheating on you?
5: Yeah, and it's weird because I've asked him about the scenarios and you know, he's done all the questions. I've figured out who it is. I've like even contacted this person, and it's just like, it's has gotten out of hand, but, like, even though, like, the past few months because the COVID, like, things have been really great, like, I mean, there's, like, absolutely, like, I don't fear him cheating on me anymore, I don't, like, I know that he's faithful now, like, he's matured, and he's... Not like that anymore. But yeah. It's just all, like all you needed, all you need.
0: Me. yeah, Jasmine, all you needed was a government mandated shutdown to ensure that he wouldn't <laughs> give you chlamydia again.
2: I know, right? It's like it was meant <laughs> <best> to be.
0: <laughs> Esther.
2: I am just thrown for a loop here because I feel like this started out being like, okay, well, you know, we, we just kind of have to all make the decision together. Like, are you going to put it past? Are you guys going to move past this or is it impossible to move past it? But then now you're also getting off on it. So I'm like, I'm almost at a loss. <laughs>
0: it is, it is, it is definitely a tangled web. It, I didn't see the twist Jasmine coming. No, no pun intended that the only way for you to climax was to think about him relaxing with some oral chlamydia, um, infecting oral sex. Um, but let me just point out that you have used four words, well, five words, to describe your relationship. Uh, one of them was I th- was terrific or wonderful. I can't remember which. And then the other four were wishy washy, rocky, cheating, and chlamydia. And <laughs> I'm having a hard hard time reconciling. I, I, again, I'm with Esther that it, I'm a little bit confused by the fact that it makes you come. But I'm having a little bit of hard time reconciling that your narrative is that the only problem you guys have in your relationship is that you won't get over the times that he cheated on you and gave you chlamydia. And and I'm thinking the problem is that he cheated on you and gave you chlamydia, not that you can't get over it. It's like why are you blaming yourself for a crisis that he created
1: twice No but it, there it is possible to get over something but it doesn't seem like she's willing or he's willing.
0: But listen, if I told you a story, Esther Natasha, here's a her question. if I told you a story of somebody that I was with and I say, you know what and she cheated on me and I found out and she gave me Chlamydia uh, and then I said, And I confronted her with it. No, no, no. Forget it. I didn't confront her with it. She came to me. She copped to it. She told me she loved me and how sorry she was. uh, And that she wanted to work it out with me. And I really love her. And I think we're going to try to work it out. You maybe could see that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Esther? Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah. I mean, as long as everyone's getting an STD test, like, I don't that that's just disrespectful well yeah
0: that's what i was going to say the next question is same scenario (laughs) i confronted the girl she didn't come to me i confronted her she said to me not i'm really sorry i want to make it work with you uh but relax it's just (laughs) oral sex but i really love her and i think i want to work it out with her now how do you feel about her yeah much different. <laughs> she seems, yeah. seems like a, a like, jerk Like that is not that's
2: not your person.
0: <laughs> it doesn't that's seem not like work. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, and maybe the sex is good and the quarantine's been okay, but you know, I think you should uh get on Tinder or something.
0: Well, I just don't know. It's like what the problem maybe the fact that you can't get over it. Now the whole part where it's become psychosexual for you is a whole thing I'd have no idea. I don't
1: like that the way he talks to you.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like maybe the fact the reason you can't get over it is because he never what? gave you the kind of communication that it would require to get over it. He just said, "Hey, fucking I got my dick sucked. I got the I got a dirty
1: Relax, th- it's just chlamydia. It, hey,
0: just, <laughs> it's just it's just the second <laughs> dose of chlamydia, baby." <laughs> Relax. I mean, it's like, what? How could you... Scramble me some eggs now.
2: (laughs) I mean... I almost see this as, like, a potential, like, win because, okay, so this guy, I think it's like, if there's a way for you to move on from him, you do it, but then you also have now learned that you have some kind of fetish for... I guess is it like kind of a cuckolding thing where like you get off on it's, him being be with another woman? Like maybe you take that fetish knowledge to the next relationship, but not with this guy who's actually fucking you over.
0: Right. That's a great point, Esther. You go, go on a like FetLife or something, make a profile and say, I like it. Uh, I, I'm into a very specific fetish. It's called chlamydia cuckolding. And I like it when um, I am cucked. I-, I watch my boyfriend fuck somebody with a sexual, uh, sexually transmitted disease.
2: Sounds <laughs> hot to
1: me. Do you Do you feel strong enough, Jasmine, to break up with him? Or
0: I don't think she wants to.
1: Or, or do you feel like you want to try to make it work with him? You're kind of sprung. Me,
5: yeah. That's the thing is that I mean, the whole thing happens like. A year ago, like two years ago, basically now, two
1: years ago Well, you're gonna have to and make a decision to let go of this if you are gonna stay with him, because that's not healthy. I don't think to that's like, true. To keep something like that you're angry about all the time inside,
0: but that's yeah, a- and
5: it is something that I'm always angry about. And it's like we, like I said, we've our bond has grown stronger, and I mean he's definitely a good person besides that
0: besides, besides cheating on oh. you giving you chlamydia twice and not caring when you told him that he cheated on you he's a he's a good guy
5: yeah exactly like just besides that I mean, <laughs> he, he is and it's kind of like, it's weird because i mean we're like planning on moving in together and just like, I'm just wondering, like, I don't know, am I ever going to be able to get over this because, you know, it's been so long and I'm not over it and we've had all these talks and like, you know, he's said he's sorry. He's like been genuine about it. He has like explained to me enough that he can't explain to me and it's just like, I don't know why I just can't get over it.
0: So he has sincerely apologized to you at a certain point?
5: Definitely, we've had like conversations about it multiple times. He's apologized to me multiple multiple times about it. He's definitely like made it up to me in his own ways. He's he you know, gone out of his way and just you know been more of a relationship type. He's really like grown the situation. I don't know why I'm, just, I'm still angry about it. I still like can't get over it and i
0: don't want to keep having those conversations with him about it okay jasmine i esther do you have any um parting advice for jasmine i do have some advice i do think i i do think i have a handle on what the on what you should do
2: well i'm just curious how long ago it happened because that could be relevant and also look it's like if you if you make the decision that you want to get over this and you're committed to doing that, then like you can like try to see a therapist and work on getting getting past it, because um, it's yeah. That's what I would say.
0: That's exactly what I was gonna say. It sounds to me okay. So you've decided to stay with the guy. You may be telling us the most salacious version of the story, but there's much more sweetness and kindness to this guy that you're that in for the sake of comedy you didn't give us, but. Uh, but you love him and you want to stay with him. If that's the case, Natasha's a hundred percent correct, is my opinion, that you have to find a way to get over it. But what I'm, th- what I think, from my amateur psychi- psychiatry background, is that you have a psychological uh, wire crossed. There, that somehow, in your resentment and anger and hurt and and be- the betrayal, uh, you got a uh, something short, short-circuited in your brain where this resentment. And this betrayal has been crossed over into your sexual gratification area of your brain. And now you're like stuck in a weird feedback loop where it's like you can only think about the thing that brings you so much pain. And that's the only thing that brings you sexual pleasure. And it's all like it's like knotted up and fucked up. And the the way out of that is definitely to work through that pain and resentment uh, probably not with him which is what you've been trying to do for the last two years but with a professional sex therapist somebody that can help you go in there untangle the wires so that you can get your coming where it belongs which is happy good uh, you know not trauma and your anger where it belongs which is receding and getting better and you guys can get back to uh, just like the business of relationships until of course he infects you with chlamydia again.
1: Look at you, Fraser Crane over here, Moshe. (laughs) That was that was good. Did you learn that in psychology school?
0: Oh well it just seemed it just I have a pencil in my Is it
1: bad to think of something bad or when she comes if she likes
0: it i don't think to me that there was an inciting incident of pain and trauma it feels like that all of a sudden your your sex your cum is going where your hurt is going and that feels like that's not right that doesn't not right morally it just feels like that seems like an off synapse Hmm. What what do you think natasha
1: i mean i don't know i'm i'm not Dr. Drew or whatever, (laughs) whatever. Moshe's got a notepad. He started drawing a square. Like he just started like seeing the problem. I thought you're right. I think you're probably right. That probably isn't positive. But anyway, regardless, you can't live your life hating someone because you have unaddressed issues. I mean, you can, but why? Why not? Like Esther suggested, maybe see a therapist or maybe see a couples therapist and talking about it and, and really committing yourself to either get past it or use it as an experience. Take, you know, decide that you don't, you have some things that you require that he doesn't have. Like he maybe doesn't treat you with the respect you deserve or cherish you or whatever it is. And maybe you'll find that out down the line and then use the good qualities he had to find yourself someone else, I think.
0: Yeah, either that or stay with him. And find yourself a, a man, a side piece that has chlamydia, hook up with that dude, bring that chlamydia back into the family and close the circle, close the gap for good.
1: <laughs> okay, well, good luck out there.
0: Good luck in San Luis Thank Obispo. You guys. Take it slow. Okay, let us know Thank what happens guys.
1: and stay strong and try to be positive. I don't mean to, I don't mean to be negative about it, but I, I do think it's, it's good to get past that feeling. Gluck. Good luck.
0: Definitely. Goodbye, Jasmine. Good luck with you guys. Thank you. Have
5: a great night. You Take too. Take care.
1: Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. She sounded so bummed when she got on the phone. I felt bad.
0: Well, I mean, the the narrative... Esther, are you still there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the narrative... No, I know. It, it, it's a bummer.
0: The narrative was very strange. It was like... He cheated on me. He gave me chlamydia. I need to get better. It's like, okay.
2: Well. She, he also gave it to her twice. Like, that's also in play.
0: That does feel like an, uh, what, what you call a deal breaker.
2: But she's convinced
1: herself he's great.
0: Maybe he is great. Maybe she didn't tell us the full story. Maybe he's a great guy now. If
1: I was like, Moshe, you cheated on me and gave me an STD and you were like, relax.
0: It was a blow job, <laughs> honey. Jesus.
1: Yeah. That is really disrespectful. Yeah. I just I, I would have such a hard time being with someone who talked to me like that, I guess.
0: I'll I'll tell you why, Esther Natasha, Esther, what do you think? I think the reason she was bummed is that she called expecting one kind of advice, and all three of us were like, So when are you breaking up with this guy?
1: What was what <laughs> advice did she want?
0: How to get over it.
1: Oh. and we were
0: all like, When are you breaking up with them?
2: <laughs> okay, well maybe they well, were we could- str- yeah, we did we did say like you know we we did suggest suggesting a therapist to get over it.
0: Esther, our business model is losing listeners one call at a time. <laughs> so w- it's targeted trimming of the tree.
1: No, I just feel like <laughs> she maybe wasn't being honest about how their relationship was.
0: Really, it's not possible. Is that I wonder, what do you think? Is it possible to go from I cheated on you relax is just a blowjob to becoming a good and 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 like unselfish loving partner?
1: Not without some kind of transformation.
0: Esther
2: I yeah, I don't think so. I just can't imagine someone talking to me like that and me the, the like that at that point it's kind of like a self esteem issue. Like if, if you would allow someone to treat you that way. But Maybe
0: they they have changed. I don't know. You were or right, or
2: maybe you want to get chlamydia
1: a third time.
0: Maybe you're sticking around for that sea train to come on back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Jasmine, we love you.
0: We do love you, Jasmine.
1: We, yes. You know I feel who, for you. You know
0: who else loves you is um, Aladdin.
1: Loves Jasmine.
0: Yeah, Aladdin loves Jasmine. Isn't that right, Esther? Yes. Okay, great. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's not funny, Esther. My brand of comedy, <laughs> my brand of comedy is true, not funny. Same. <laughs> Esther, we do um, another segment on our podcast, which is our secrets hotline, and uh, people call it. Hi, in.
4: Moshe. Hi, Natasha. What the fuck, Shabacha Jesus, Long. dude? That's um, fucking true.
0: That freaked me out.
4: So
2: scary. That was so so scared.
0: Oh my god, that was so terrifying. Oh.
2: Okay. Well, was like a serial killer picked up the phone in 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 from inside the house. So basically, we we
1: listened to some of these secrets. So do you want to listen to that one with us, and we can kind of talk about that?
0: Do you think you can handle the trauma of hearing his voice again?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Let's do it.
4: Hi, Moshe. Hi, Natasha. Shabbat shalom. Um, This is one for the appropriately named secret dump. Um, A couple weeks ago, I got a stomach bug and I had diarrhea for a week. And at the end of that week of only eating rice, uh, we went over to our neighbor's house and had tacos. And at the end of that meal, um, I had to go to the bathroom very badly to take a secret dump. And uh, my friend was in the bathroom, so I tried to run home. And as soon as I hit his front door, um, I diarrheated all into my pants, down my leg. I ran home. <laughs> as I yes. ran home, I continued to diarrhea in my pants. Um, just stripped off all my clothes, got in the shower, cleaned up the horrific mess, um, and went back. Didn't tell anyone. Luckily, I only wear black pants, um, but... Um, <laughs> Afterwards, my friend asked me why I smelled like wood, which was the scent of my uh, body wash. Um, so yeah, so no one even knew. Uh, got away, got free. Uh, thanks, big fans. Bye bye.
1: There's like an infectious disease happening, and he's having tacos at his friends' like
2: <laughs> diarrhea down his pants, and- spraying
0: COVID diarrhea <laughs> down his black pants. <laughs>
2: I love too how like right after the scary sounding voice he says Shabbat Shalom and he's like so not scary anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, if a ghost ever said Shabbat Shalom, he'd be like, oh, Okay, you can stay. Come on over.
1: Um, yeah, that sounds pretty, pretty horrible.
0: I feel like everybody's got a I shit my pants story or I got close. I won't ask okay. you yours, either of yours, but it does feel like a, a constant theme of life. I remember
1: when I started comedy, I would always have to follow guys who... I like, I feel like there was a while that every male comics closer was the story about how they shit their pants.
0: <laughs> It'd be like multiple male yeah. comics and they all had... I mean, it's yeah, it's that's like the mark of like not that interesting of a person is the most interesting thing that ever happened to you is shitting your pants.
2: I am... I would be... It would be really wrong if I didn't come forward now and tell you guys that it is with absolutely no pride that I inform you. I do have a shitting my pants story in my special. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> no, Esther. i <I'm laughs> sorry.
2: I it's not what you think. And it's not. I know the ones you guys are thinking of. I swear. this I would. Is, but I, Esther,
1: you're confusing I, this. I want to hear a woman talk about shitting her pants. I just don't want to hear a guy
2: talk. About yeah.
0: It. No, when a woman, Thank when you. when a woman shits her pants, it's hot. When a guy shits his yes. pants, it's gross. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, my my pants shooting story is really about How teenage girls are disgusting because i did it when i was a teenager so i think it has a good message
0: i think it says <laughs> I, I every clip i've seen of your special so far i have thought was funny and fun and i like that stuff also you do these like breakout uh kind of like uh interviews with your parents which are uh which are painful and hilarious so everybody should watch, <laughs>
5: thank you should
0: watch hot <laughs> for my name on comedy central including the poo story Let's, uh...
1: can, can, <laughs> Esther, do you have time for another secret or two? Sure.
6: Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, I have a secret. Um, so, I have two very close friends of mine, and they recently got pregnant and had a baby. And I got to go to their baby shower and look all of their family and friends in the eye and know that I knew something that they did not know. And that was that this baby was conceived during uh, a threesome between myself and my two very very good friends. Uh, and it was a it was a great threesome, and this baby is beautiful, and I love her very much. Um, but yeah, it was a scary moment for me when they told me they were pregnant, and uh, I know how genetics work, but still a little bit of fear for a second that uh, I was somehow involved in the parentage. Anyway, Mosha. You're wrong. Threesomes are always great. They're not always awkward. Um, but I am bisexual, so maybe that's something to do with it. Anyway, that's my secret. Wait that's a minute. Podcast. Thank you.
0: How Bye. dare she? How dare she admonish me for saying wow. threesomes are awkward when the one, she's descri- aren't, the one she's describing led to a child being born, and she's like, "Well, I guess I'm technically his cum aunt." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. I am starting to think I'm the only human being who's never had a threesome.
0: Have you met the lady on the roof?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's Midwestern. It is, huh? There, yeah. It's just a little more like, you know, you're just it's just a little more square, I guess, sexually. Yeah. Than being raised in like San Francisco by like liberal parents who like. We're taking you to rallies. No,
0: my yeah. mom is such a so liberal and so loosey goosey. Uh, my first threesome was with my mom and stepdad.
2: <laughs> oh my god! If you can believe it, guys. I wonder if my dog is going to tell people that one day about me and Dave.
0: That was his first threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess dogs are constantly having extremely lazy threesomes.
3: <laughs>
1: Wait. So that woman was saying that her friend got pregnant
0: during a threesome she was in.
1: But does she think she's connected to that baby? She It was unclear.
0: What do you think, Esther? What does that make her?
2: I I I'm just curious why like I'm curious the relationship to the dad of this baby like was that is the pregnant woman were they in a relationship and then their friend came just for this one time threesome or was this like a one-off for everyone? It doesn't seem like it's going to age
1: well. It feels like the kind of thing that girl who called is going to get. The child? No, the girl who called, I think she's going to get drunk in like 12 years and tell. Uh, And and tell the baby, (laughs) tell the (laughs) 12 year old,
0: you know, I (laughs) fucked your dad the night you were (laughs) conceived.
1: Maybe. No, I, I don't think she would do that.
0: Well, it's on the digital record. Maybe she'll listen to this podcast in the Smithsonian audio archives and be like, "That was me."
1: That'd be really cool, Moshe. I,
0: yeah, I think "Come Aunt is a is a I think that's what a pretty good name for the relationship she has to the baby. I love it. Um, let's play another secret.
3: Hi, um, I don't know if this secret is juicy or not, but I thought I would call in and say it um basically when I was in college I was talking to two guys at once and um I liked them both a lot they were kind of getting serious but they were both really smart and when I was texting each one I would have the same conversation with each person and then their response like the individual response I would get, I would like, say it to the other guy, because it just sounded smarter than something I would say. And I thought it would yeah. be kind of a good idea to do that. So I had like, the same conversation, but I was using, like, each guy's answer. <laughs> um, yeah, and this it worked. Amazing. They both thought I was really, really smart. And I'll say I am kind of smart. But I don't know. This might be weird. I never told this to anyone. Um, I feel like it's weird, Um, but yeah, it was essentially just taking answers from people, taking like making myself sound smarter. Yeah, that's my secret. Thanks. (laughs) Um, I love it. I mean,
0: essentially, she was having these. Yeah, that was so amazing. She was basically having these guys flirt with each other, and they didn't even know it. (laughs)
2: that it's you know what to me this just it it just speaks so loudly of like how easy it is in the beginning no matter what your tactic to trick someone into thinking that you're someone you're not (laughs) which I'm always a big fan of um you know first three months to a year of a relationship you're a fake person and it's why not have someone else write your text for you? I think this is amazing.
1: Yeah. I didn't know Moshe was going to be trailing behind two different RVs. That's
0: my, that was my, that was my big personality reveal. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you, I
1: didn't know you were like a truck person.
0: I didn't know you were going to pronounce words like roof and crayon. (laughs) Like you'd been driving a truck for 15 years across the, uh, the plain States. Uh, (laughs) Um, I loved it. That's so interesting, Esther. You think people are fake? It's basically like you're at like 40% fake when you first meet someone. And then the process of the first two or three years is lowering your percentage until at about the three-year mark. It's really you.
2: I think that sounds about right. For, For us, I feel like the one thing that I didn't know about Dave was he all of a sudden it became the fall and he was obsessed with sports. Uh, And I'm like, I thought you were just this comedy writer nerd and you uh, love football. Now, uh, that is more so just based on the season that we met in. But it still feels like it came out of nowhere. That's so rude.
0: Actually, that's very funny. Just enough
1: time for you to fall for him. And now you got to, like, eat Tostitos every Sunday (laughs) with a bunch of sweat hogs sitting in your living room. And you have to, like, wait on them.
2: the Super Bowl. The (laughs) Super Bowl. We host the Super Bowl. Like, Ew. So Nightmare. I think so it's kind of fun, though. No, but I mean,
0: it's it. Let that be a lesson to all the beta the beta nerds that happen to like traditional American sports. Court in the in what the winter court in the winter
2: the summer
0: court in the summer. Or, yeah. Is that what it is? Court in the summer and get their get your hooks really sunk in before <laughs> football season begins. Then you can spring it on them and they'll be stuck.
1: It totally works. You know what's crazy is, Moshe, you are the first guy I've ever dated who likes sports, and you only like UFC.
0: I don't even, yeah, I like fighting. That's what I like. Yeah, but that's a sport. Yeah, that's true. I do say to her, the fights are on. I got to go. So I guess I am that guy.
1: <laughs> but no, but that's that's better, though, than having to host a Super Bowl party. Uh, like, yeah. like, Dave probably I mean, doesn't watch football with his headphones on, like, in the dark by himself. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no,
2: but he watched it. So much, and he gets really emotionally invested. And so we have a rule where I'm like, okay, I, if you want to, if it brings you joy and it's fun, great. But if it's gonna like make you sad because your team lost and you're gonna be like bummed out for a day, like it, that's not allowed. That's ridiculous.
0: Well, yeah, I guess you guys have worked it all out. It's like you've got tablet time <laughs> and he's got team. He's got team time, <laughs> and that's why you guys are such a great couple. And you guys are a great couple, and. <laughs> You're a great comedian, and we think everybody should watch Hot For My Name.
1: Esther, I'm so excited to see the whole thing.
0: On Comedy Central. Thank you, guys. No paywall. Thank you. So much. Meet her parents. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Pavitskys Esther Pavitsky, <laughs> you're the best. And thank you for joining us. You
2: guys are the best. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Bye.
0: Bye. Well, honey.
2: Yeah?
0: I hope it's not. Too tough that I watch the fights. I didn't know you were gonna watch things about the Windsors all the time.
1: Here's the thing. I like that you do it that I don't have to like
0: um Entertain host sports.
1: <laughs> that must be nice for COVID now. Women don't have to like host Super Bowl parties. Mm. Yeah, or any I, I don't know. I I'm sure there's a lot of women who love sports. I just never liked the sound of it.
0: I don't know that I love sports On
1: in a house It kind of like made me cringe I don't know why Maybe it's like from a bad childhood memory
0: No It's just that you're like You know You're a fancy lass You're a classy lady You're like a Like I said You're like You're like an heiress from Nantucket
1: Who can't pronounce (laughs) (laughs) Who
0: can't pronounce crayon But you know what I don't love sports I love the UFC I love MMA But most of all Yeah I love you
1: I love you too